Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bichu Akila Shari Tshuva podcast. We continue today in Shari Shon, the first gate, and we continue in the middle of Ot Tedvav. Rabbi Yonah continues his discussion of the fourth Ikar Tshuva, the fourth principle of Tshuva, that of Hatsar B'ma'aseh, pain in action. Rabbi Yonah developed the idea that there's a need for actual pain and suffering, unfortunately, as part of the Tshuva process. And he suggested that there are two agents of sin, so to speak, the heart and the eyes. So the Ikarea Tshuva up to this point have really been focused on the pain of the heart, right? The charata, the regret and the remorse that I feel, or the agon, the sorrow that I feel, all of that punishes our heart, so to speak. That's a suffering of the heart when I have to relive all of my mistakes and think about the destructive and self-sabotaging behavior, that which I've lost because of my actions, that very much hurts the heart that was once engaged in this sin. However, the eyes, unfortunately, also need to feel some pain. So here, Rabbi Yonah continues, and he writes, Va'avon ha'inayim, and regarding the sin of the eyes, yichupar bidma'ot, they can be cleansed, they can secure atonement through their tears. That's the tsar b'ma'aseh. Our eyes that sinned, they need to be affected. How are they affected? Through the tears that we will cry. As the Pasuk in Tehilim tells us, that streams of rivers, of, of tears, have poured out of my eyes because they have not kept your Torah. Lo amar alo shamarti Torah Interestingly, the Pasuk doesn't say that I have streams and rivers of tears coming from my eyes because I didn't keep your Torah. No, it's because they didn't keep the Torah. Aval amar lo shamru. They, my eyes, have not kept the Torah. Kihim sibevu hachit alkein horati palgeimayim. They were the ones who were involved in the sin. The sin was brought about through those eyes. Therefore, I cry. So, just like the heart needed to suffer to some extent, the eyes also need to suffer. And obviously, Rabbeinu Yonah is here only focused on these two agents of sin, so to speak, the heart and the eyes. But really, it's true of every part of the body. Any part of the body that was engaged in sin needs to suffer to some extent. And it's reminiscent of what we say in the Tefillah Zaka, the special Tefillah that many of us say uh, right before Kol Nidre on Yom Kippur night. We have a discussion about the five Inuyim, the five different forms of affliction that we take upon ourselves, or the Torah requires us to take upon ourselves on the holiday of Yom Kippur. And we write there, Right? The fact that I'm not going to eat and drink on Yom Kippur, that should serve as an atonement for the eating and the drinking that I did that was forbidden. If God forbid a person ate something which wasn't kosher, they drank something that wasn't kosher, if they ate something in, uh, that they weren't allowed to eat, they ate in a way which was inappropriate. So I'm fixing that. I'm going to have some tsar b'masa, some pain in action by refraining from eating and drinking. He says, and that which I'm going to refrain from washing myself or the sicha, anointing myself using oils or lotions, that should serve as a kapara for any of, you know, the uh, the great things that I enjoyed in this world that maybe were inappropriate. Any anything which I, you know, delighted in, uh, any physical pleasure which I derived, which was forbidden, so that I'm going to secure atonement through uh, my suffering on Yom Kippur. Again, it's Sar And the fact that I'm going to refrain from wearing uh, shoes, leather shoes at least, on Yom Kippur. That should serve as a kapara for my legs that ran to do uh, Avirot. It's bad enough that we did Avirot, but we were excited to do them. We did them with, uh, with zeal and alacrity. We ran to do them. Therefore, my legs need to feel some tsar as well. My feet need to feel some 
pain in action. So that's why I'm not going to wear shoes. Veda Shirav Varnu Alas Srim Arba Advarim Shabetin Minadin Alehem Chaibuli Yichave Aglaim Kim Nudim. It also reminds us uh, of uh, if, God forbid, a person violated certain types of sins, they would be excommunicated. And in their excommunication, they were not allowed to wear shoes. So it reminds us of that as well. But we don't stop there. And through the five different tefillot that we're going to say through Yom Kippur, which again, not that God forbid it's a tsar for us, it's a pain for us, but it is an avodah, it is hard work. So that should, right, and that, again, that's the year, you know, at, at night we have our mariv, we have our shachari, we have our musaf, we have mincha, we have ni'ilah, right, five different tefillot. So that should... Uh, serve as kapara for the five different ways we uh, five different forms of speech that we misuse and abuse. The lips and the teeth and the tongue and the the cheek and the throat. Right? That's where speech comes from. I said things which I wasn't supposed to say. I spoke inappropriately. God forbid. I I made uh, false promises and oaths. And by going to kiss the Torah, by making sure that I'm engaged in Torah study and that I'm davening, all that should rectify the mistakes that I made earlier on. And again, he mentions, or we say in the Tzvilat Zakah, similar to what Rabbeinu Yonah was talking about, the idea of the tears serving as the Tzar said, the pain of the eyes. That should serve as Kaparaz, atonement. The fact that my body to some extent is going to warm up, I don't know exactly what he's referring to, but there is a pain of my entire body because of the fasting that I'll do on Yom Kippur. If I misuse my body in any which way, right? we called out specific sins with certain parts of the body, but if I misuse my body in any which way, obviously that should serve as a kapara, the fact that my body is now going to be suffering over the 25 hours or so of Yom Kippur. And the... the Right, somehow through the fasting, it limits our blood and our fats. Again, it should serve as a kaparav. And it should be like we're offering our bodies on the Mizbeach. That's what we say in the Tefillat Zakah, but very much similar to this idea of Tsar B'ma'aseh, that there unfortunately has to be some pain and suffering if we benefited in some way. So we now need to have an equal and opposite amount of pain to show or to secure the Kapara as much as we can. That's a little bit of the discussion of Tsar B'ma'aseh. Again, this doesn't necessarily encourage us to self-flagellate and to beat ourselves up and, you know, take extreme physical measures, but we should recognize that there has to be something as part of our tshuva process, right? Independent of, God forbid, any punishment which uh, is warranted, uh, we have to take on some pain uh, in those specific places, in those specific areas, as part of our tshuva and kapara process.